Hey, you guys. What's up? It's Micah Jones, and this is the Heartsaver part of the Lifesaver podcast. I'm going to give a little bit of a description so you guys understand what you guys will be getting from this. Just want to prepare you ahead of time. This episode alone, there's no topic or anything I necessarily want to talk about with love today. So I'm just going to answer 10 of your guys' amazing questions and do my very best to answer them. And if you want to get yours in the next podcast episode, be sure to send me a DM and I will do my best to answer it in podcast form. Because when I'm in a podcast form, I'm able to elaborate more than I would in a video. I'm able to uh, give more insight, more detail, right? And more areas and things that I'm thinking about that possibly could help you or not, right? Depending. And uh, yeah. But firstly, I'd like to get into what this podcast is about. This is basically my excuse to talk about love for 30 minutes. And it won't be 30 minutes. It'll be probably be less. It'll probably be like 10, 10 to 20 at the most 20. Because I know you guys got busy lives. And just to let you guys know, you guys don't have to sit down and listen to these answers. You can simply be going on a walk. You could listen to these before you go to bed. Podcasts are meant to be something you listen to in background, right? Instead of listening to music, you sit there and you're learning something, right? You're doing another task like uh, chores, washing dishes, or working, or et cetera, right? As long as you're able to have headphones in, you're good. So, yeah, basically, I'll be talking about love. You guys ask me questions, and I'll do my very best to answer it. And if I can't answer it, I'll pinpoint you to someone that I think will have a better chance of answering it. Along with future updates, this account and my TikTok are linked. Uh, Another big thing is I'm going to be shifting the kind of style that I I explain my videos in. I don't want to be doing the signs a guy likes you or that anymore. It doesn't really suit the person that I'm becoming and the kind of ways I want to help you guys. I want to help you guys get over that breakup. I want to help you guys start to really love yourself. I want to help you guys build that confidence. I want to help you guys do those things and a few other things as well. And so my relationship topics and the way that I talk in my videos will certainly shift. So I just want to let you guys know, be prepared for that ahead of time. Like it may just be a little bit more spontaneous. The vibe will be more calm, less in your face. Uh, instead of maybe not always in front of the mirror. It'll just be simple videos that are like 10, 15 seconds long where I just answer your question really fast or I'll just sit there. Like uh, I'll show you and you'll see them in the upcoming post. I just sit there. I was eating uh, a cantaloupe and grapes, I believe. I was just talking about long-term relationships and how just because you're with someone for two years doesn't necessarily mean like that's a good thing. They, it just shows that you decided to maybe settle with someone that probably wasn't necessarily good for you, right? And that's not always the case, but I just simplify. Anyways, let's get into the first question. I know this podcast is all over the place. I apologize. I will be more organized. I'm working on it. Number one uh, is by Adrian. He asked me how to be content with yourself and enjoy your own company. I love this question, by the way. This is a beautiful, beautiful question. And again, everything that I say is from my 18, 19 years of experience on this planet and from other coaches and courses and things that I am currently taking as well, all right? Remember, how to be content with yourself and enjoy your own company. Being content with yourself, I like to think about it as all of the aspects of yourself that you don't like, learn to accept. Like, there's parts of myself that I don't like how I I consistently overthink. I don't like how I eat my feelings. Yes, I do that. I'll talk about that more. Uh, I don't like how I handle communication when someone yells at me right like like those things are flaws right or other little silly things like maybe i don't like how my hair is today you know like 
learning how to accept yourself and and give yourself some positive reinforcement in those areas, I think will help you build that better relationship with yourself and content with where you are. And another great way to be more content with yourself is stop consuming things that make you feel like who you are isn't good enough. That's a huge one. Consumption is the number one reason why we have a lot of the problems in, in our head. It's huge, huge. If you're always looking at really, really attractive dudes or really, really attractive girls and you either feel like you're not good enough to date them or you're not good looking enough to ever get a pretty girl or, or vice versa, that's not helping you be content with yourself. You need to be surrounding yourself with things that encourage you to love yourself, things that encourage you to better yourself and be content with who you are, right? I always live by the phrase, you're exactly where you need to be. And I really believe that. Like I'm at a stage in my life where I'm growing and trying to figure out who I am, right? Like on a deeper level. And that's the stage I'm at where I'm, and I can't be mad at myself for not having a million dollars or for not having my coaching business set up yet. Like all of those things will come with time. I'm exactly where I need to be. That's a great way to start. Enjoying your own company. That one takes time. That does. But you kind of get like a switch. Like when you start to give yourself all aspects and you're so focused on like your life and whatever your goals and priorities are, you don't really worry about so much telling other people about it or worry about so much other people knowing about it and being around other people and needing their support. Sure, it's great, not gonna lie, it is. But it's it's not necessary. And just when you start to fall in love with your life and fall in love with being content with you, that will become a lot easier. Next question is from Lizzie. She was asking me two questions. I think they kind of go in the same though. Should I be afraid of failures and mistakes? That's the first one. I don't think you should. Uh, they Honestly, they're the greatest teachers in the world. I've made a lot of mistakes with old accounts. I've made a lot of mistakes in relationships. I've made a lot of mistakes in friendships with my parents, with my family, with myself. They, they all brought me to where I am today. If you don't fail at things and make mistakes, how are you ever supposed to learn? The greatest learning lessons in the world are from things that you fail from because that forces you to see, right? Because failure comes with pain and mistakes, right? Speeding yourself up, you feel down because it didn't go your way. But that also brings a lesson, right? Think, let's, let's relate it to relationships because this is the relationship part of the podcast and you guys follow me for that. When you're in a relationship with somebody and you fail at, at communicating your feelings, right? Or when you're getting over a breakup, those are failures. You're going to learn from those situations. The pain brings you the anecdote. It brings you the cure, right? It gives you that perspective or it gives you uh, a new way of looking at your life or maybe the next steps forward. So don't look at failure as a bad thing. It's honestly a great thing. You got to remind yourself of that. I fail too as well, right? You got to remember I'm, I'm practically your guys' age. So I'm no guru. I'm not. But I am someone who has watched a lot of people fail, who has watched a lot of lot of bad things happen in their life and had a lot of pain. And I just want to help you guys not experience that same pain. You know, have that good, healthy relationship with you, which will ultimately have a healthy relationship with life and relationships. All right, next one. How should I talk to people about things I'm not sure about? You got to find someone that I think you've, you're, you genuinely feel supported by. I think that's huge. Like, uh, I have a friend of mine, his name is Bajan. I, I love that man to death. I feel like I can tell him anything and there's no judgment. That's why I'll tell him anything. How should you talk to them? 
Well, get comfy, right? In whatever way that you feel is good for you, maybe set the mood or maybe go out and do a favorite activity with them or however you feel comfortable, just take your time. That's just another good thing. But make sure that the person you're talking to, you know, will receive it properly because that also can be a bad thing. I stopped talking uh, about my feelings to a lot of people because of two people in my life that really, really hurt me, that I really, really cared about. But I realized that I can't treat everyone that way, right? So you got to find someone that you, that you know uh, won't judge you, right? Or will give you the support and listen to you like you need. All right, next person is Sarah. FYI, everyone, I'm not going to be doing 10 questions every single time. I'll do more like three to five because I have topics and things I want to talk about. And I don't want to make these go too long because this is already 10 minutes in and I'm only on the third question. <laughs> All right, next one. Sarah asked me, how to get over someone you were going to marry? This is like the same idea. I've never uh, had someone propose to me. Uh, well, at least not in real life, right? I've had a lot of virtual proposals, but I think it's the same way that you get over a breakup, right? Or you're, you have to break up with the idea of of a life that isn't going to work anymore, right? It's, it's not about... Um, Matthew Hussey is a great guy to follow. He said, it's not about having trust issues, but it's about trusting yourself that you will handle the pain, right? It's the same thing here. It's like, it's not about the situation, but it's about it's about trusting yourself that you will accept the situation, right? The situation in this case is getting over someone you were going to marry. You're going to break up with that idea and that's going to take time. There's no quick solution to this shit, but you're going to have to slowly but surely give yourself a new perspective, give yourself closure to that reality. So you stop pursuing it so much as if it's something that is there or dwell on it at all. And next is Focus on a new future, right? Maybe the, the future that you wanted so bad is, is, is not happening, right? And this can be for anyone. If that's not happening, the future that you desire, that's causing your suffering, FYI. Whenever you put an expectation on where you want to be in the future, besides manifestation, I'll talk about that later, you're going to suffer because you're, you're going against the force of life. Acceptance is huge here. You got to accept what isn't anymore and therefore move from there in whatever way you feel is right for you. I'm sorry, that is the best answer I can give you because that is the best answer I've been given, <laughs> in all honesty. All right, next one, they wanted to stay unknown. So uh, here it is. I have had a crush on her for six months till now. We entered the relationship two times, then broke up for reasons. I was thinking of retelling her on Monday. What do you think? I'm going to be honest. If you've been in a relationship with this person two times, and you've broken up with them, you probably shouldn't be trying to get back with them again. Think about it. Every relationship, you're supposed to be learning from this relationship. You don't seem to be learning anything. You seem to be just staying in a cycle of being on and off with this person. I don't think that's good. And this doesn't sit right with me, right? And maybe you think it's okay. Maybe there was reasons, right? Maybe. But from my point of view, if you're always breaking up with someone and getting back together with them, that does, that's not good. It's not. There needs to be time, like real time in between these relationships and breakups because you guys need to grow as people. You guys need to become different people. And if you're not going to become different people, then what do you expect to a different outcome to be the next time that you tell her that you like her and then you guys break up again? You get what I mean? You got to give that time and maybe this person just ain't right for you. You may need to accept that. That's what I'm going to say to that. Next one is from Osama. This is the fifth question, by the way. We're halfway. Yes is confidence. How can it change my self-love, attract more lo love into my life, 
and help me deal with my problems. Well, actually, confidence itself is comes from dealing with problems. From my experience, I have confidence in my ability to get over depression and anxiety because I've fought it for so long. And I've gotten over it for a couple times and it's it's came back. But it's because I've had those experiences. Like if I got go through a heartbreak again or someone breaks up with me, I have major confidence that I will be able to get over that. Why? Because I've already had the experience. Confidence comes from overcoming a struggle, right? When you're playing basketball or sport, you're overcoming your pain. You're overcoming the defeat and winning a championship. That confidence, confidence in your abilities because you've worked hard for them by overcoming the mental obstacles in order to have those skills. It's overcoming and believing in you. So that's how you change your self-love is by trusting yourself that you will get through this hardship. That's self-love. It's loving yourself when you're going through that hardship. That's where it's a little different. And I'll talk about that in, I've actually talked about that in other podcast episodes that aren't Heart Saver. So remember, these Heart Saver podcasts will be Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. The other days, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are more topics that are more personal to me, but they're also topics that people find really, really helpful. Like talking about self-love, what I've learned from it in my journey so far, along with documenting my current state of depression, right? And my ability to get over it and, and all of that, right? And the teaching you about how to talk to yourself better from someone who's going through it with you, right? And helps you deal with your problems? Well, it's, exact, it's exactly that. You have trust in your abilities and trust in yourself that you'll get there. Like I have trust that one day I will become a coach. I have trust that one day I will write a book. I have confidence, sorry, I should say that. I have confidence that I can help you. And that's why I'm offering this kind of work. I have confidence that I will make it without going to college, you understand? I have confidence in myself and that's why, that's where not doubting yourself comes in, right? And you're gonna doubt yourself, trust me, I deal with it every day. But it's about reminding yourself that you're gonna be just fine, all right? I hope that answers your question, confidence has a lot to do with a lot of areas of yourself. Confidence is how you build your identity and helps you keep moving forward in life. Next question is from Lelo. It's really simple. If I am dating a guy who is clingy, what do I do? The first question is you got to figure out if you like clingy or not. If you don't like someone who's clingy, then then that's a problem for you, right? But if you're okay with someone who's clingy and you maybe and you're okay with that, then I don't see a problem with it. However, or maybe you're okay with him being clingy, but there's a boundary to that then set the boundary. And, and the way that you set a boundary, let's keep it simple for now. I'll get, I'll do an actual podcast episode on boundaries because I'm still learning them myself. Decide what you, what you can and can't handle, right? Maybe him only being clingy to you like and seeing you two days of the week instead of seven, right? That's boundaries, right? Or maybe not texting and calling you all the time. That's boundaries, right? And you maybe need to start to consider his mental and emotional state as well. That's something that you probably should consider. Why is he so clingy, right? Like, I think clingy people are people who, who are looking for love. Personally, I think they're looking for love and they're not giving it to themselves. You need to make sure that they're taking care of themselves as well. Because you don't need someone that's completely obsessed with you because they will lose themselves in you. That's, what, that's something to think about, Lelo, all right? See, so yeah, if you're dating a guy who's clingy, you got to figure out if you like clingy. If you don't, then probably don't date him. Or if, if you do like clingy, then cool. And if you don't, but you like it, but only to an extent, then set those boundaries. All right. Next question is from 
Uh, Yash Nenwani. I hope I got that right. I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce your name right. But here it is. How do you how to tell someone you just see them as a friend and you're not ready for a relationship? I'm assuming you want like some kind of scripting. Someone who's a little bit better at this than me, I'll give it I'll, of course you asked me, so I'll give it a try, is this guy named Sean Gallows. Sean Gallinos. He's great at scripting. He's great at communicating how you feel to people. That's something that I'm learning courses from him. And actually I will start to make more videos about in the future because I'm actually taking his course right now. And um, but what I've something I've learned from there so far is you can kind of just say what you just said to me. Like, hey, XYZ, I just want to let you know that I'm noticing that uh, um, you're interested in me and I just wanted to remind you or, or let you know that I don't feel that same way, that same that same interest as you. And I don't intend to hurt your feelings from this, but I just wanted to be honest with you and not lead you on and say that I see you more so as a friend and I'd like to be friends with you. And at this current moment, I'm not ready for a relationship. You got to be careful with that, though. When you say you're not ready for a relationship, that literally means that you just, they have to take that properly, right? Because, like, when you, you got to remind them, like, I see you as a friend and I don't intend to be in a relationship with you, at least not at this moment and possibly not in the future. And I don't see it in the future either. You need to shut down that idea because when someone's not ready for a relationship now, that makes people wait. And I always tell you guys, fuck waiting. And in fact, that's the next question. Frick waiting, dude. Fuck that shit. No one, no, don't. Don't wait. Don't wait for nobody to live your life. Don't wait for nobody. You just do you. And if they want to be there and they come into your life at the right time and it's needed and the universe brings them to you, cool, then they're meant to be there. But if they're not, then they're not, right? That would be my biggest suggestion. <sighs> also, if you guys haven't noticed yet, I have a stutter. So um, I apologize for that. But that's something that I can't control. So next one is by Manjot. Uh, there's a girl I love. She loved me too. But I was afraid to tell her she's dating her best friend and they've dated for two years. Should I wait for her? This is the waiting thing. No, don't wait for people. Go live your life. She's been with this man for two years. Two years. You can't hope. You're, you're waiting because you're waiting for the reality of life to go your way. You're putting an expectation on another person that you can't control to live out a reality that you want. Let that shit go. Let it go, man. I'm telling you, you're going to cause yourself a lot of pain if you are trying to control that reality. You're, you just are, dude. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. That would be my biggest suggestion. Let go of that future that you're thinking of with them. Let, let all of that shit go. It's not needed. Okay? Live your life. Don't be binded down by a reality that may or may not ever happen, and we don't know if it will happen. So don't bank on it happening. Live your life in such a way that you want it for you. And don't try and control other people being in and out of it, because that is always and will be out of our control. All right? Remember, people will always do what's best for them. It doesn't necessarily mean that's being with you. Tiffany is the next one. She says, and this is my darling, <laughs> she says, how to prevent codependency. So these are things that I'm still researching myself. So there's only so much of an answer I can give. But of course, you already know I do my best for you. And I do my best for all of you. The best way I've noticed for me in the most recent relationships I've been in is 
to prevent the codependency because codependency is relying on someone for something, right? You need them for that because you're not giving it to yourself because you come attach them for that. Like, for example, my mom is very much codependent on my grandma being around the social connection, the love, right? That's codependency. But I'm not going to get into that because that's her business and that's family business. But just to give you like a correlation, give yourself love in all the aspects you would want someone else to, right? They always say you have to be the person you want to receive in your life, right? You want, you want, to, you want that amazing, amazing partner? Be that amazing partner for yourself. Remember, everything in your life is a reflection of you. Everything in your life is a reflection of you. So codependency means you're, you're, you're not giving yourself love with something. So you're expecting an exterior person or thing or whatever, an exterior anatomy, anatomy to help you with that. And that's not always going to be what you need. You need you at the, at the, at the minimum, you need you, right? How to prioritize self-care where you want them to give them your all. This is a three-part question, by the way. Prioritize self-care when you want to give them your all. Boundaries is a great way, right? You got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because you can't be giving someone something from an empty cup. There's something that your your desire maybe to want to give someone else love is really strong, so you, and you just want to do that. But think about peel that onion. I can't peel it for you because I'm still low-key peeling that onion. Peel that onion for you. Where is that coming from? Why do I want to do that so bad? Is it because I'm not giving it to myself and then I want something back from them? What is it, right? Peel that onion. A good way to do it is just to keep asking yourself why, why, right? And then eventually it'll come to some form of a fruition of an answer. Don't overthink the answer though, because that's something I do. Third question to it is, how do you know if you're moving too fast in a relationship? I don't have too much experience with people moving too fast, but from my experience and from what my mom and other people in my life have told me is when you start to become attached, it's a great way to know that you're moving too fast. When you become attached to them and you like you rely on them, right? Because attachment is not love. That's how you know you're moving too fast, right? And, and, and that can be different for everyone. Some people's relationships, if you have sex in like the first couple days of being with them, it's fine. But that depends on the person, right? That depends on the couple, right? The two people who are uh, in that relationship with each other. That's, that, would be my, that would be my biggest suggestion. So if you know if you're moving too fast, you got to figure out, why, am I attached to them? Is there something that I'm requiring of them, right? Sure, caring about them is one thing, but needing them is a completely different thing, right? You got to remember, think about relationships always as, a, as two islands. The only thing that connects them and makes that relationship is the bridge between those two islands. If that bridge is broken, you still are individual islands, your own people. You have to make sure that you keep that and not lose that in a relationship. Last question is from Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for this amazing question. How do we approach the what are we conversation without necessarily wanting to fulfill, to fully commit, but rather to check in with the other person and how they feel things are going? Wow. Okay. And not doing it, scaring them off. Okay. So like I have a different kind of perspective on this. And again, I can only give you my experience and my perspective. I'm, I'm no guru, but I am someone who is learning from gurus, right? <laughs> from the gurus of the, of the dating world. <laughs> 
you don't want to fully commit to them, I don't think it's safe to ask them that. But I think it's there's two ways you can go about this. You can just straight up ask them, hey, how do you feel about us, right? Like the connection that we have. That's not a bad way to ask it, right? I'm sure there's better ways. And again, Sean Galanos is a great guy for that as well, but he does it in courses. And I'm currently taking uh, his confidence course. But when I get to his communications course, I will be able to be able to better answer questions like this without necessarily falling to commit, but rather to check in with the other person how they feel things are going. Okay. You can do that by asking them like the way that I kind of said, right? Or phrase it in your own words or simply figure out their actions, right? Actions are always going to show you how someone feels about you. Like that's actually why I always want to stop making those videos of signs a guy likes you, signs this, signs that. Because actions are everything. You'll know if you just look for them. You get what I mean? Like like I in my relationships now, like I'll know if you like me or not, like based on the amount of energy and attention that you're giving me into this, right? And that's something that they have to decide and that they're showing you through their action and may not be through their words, right? So make sure that maybe do actually do this. This is probably a good way to get your answer. Ask him that question and then see his actions and if they match those words that he's telling you about how he feels about you, then that's a good thing. Because that, that means he's consistent. And honey, consistent people are great. But if he's not, then that's inconsistent. You say you like me so much and, and all of this, but you have not done these things, right? You haven't texted me in days, right? But you like me. You get what I mean? Like That's inconsistent. You're not, your words and your actions aren't going together. That's something to consider, right? Without scaring them off, in all honesty, if that scares them off, asking them that question, I don't think that's, in my personal opinion, I don't think that should scare anyone off if they really like that person, right? Like, if they really like that person, that shouldn't scare them off at all by asking them that question. I don't know how long you guys have been talking or anything, but my biggest suggestion was to do what I said just like about 15 seconds ago. Ask the question, see if his actions and words match. That would be a good way to do that. The what are we conversation is always something to, you know, press lightly into. But that's why I said instead of saying what are we, because that's a real bold question. And it's like, I want to be in a relationship with you or not. Or I need to know what to commit to this. But say, how do you feel about this? And would you like to continue this further? Right. About us talking and this connection. Would you like to continue this further? I need to know because I want to make sure that my time and energy is going to someone who is equally as invested into this as me. There you go. Wow, I just gave you some scripting. I didn't even think I could do that. All right. That is 10 questions. It will not be that many. My brain is fried. But I love these. I love doing these for you guys. So, of course, no complaints. This is the Heart Saver Podcast, you guys. Remember, these are on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I will be doing DMs. I will be doing topics. And just to give you guys a little bit of a breakdown for anyone who does listen to this, these likely I will be posting some form of clips in the future off of them. I didn't film this. I just made it audio, but I'll probably find some way to take out little audio excerpts and put them into a little post for you guys as well. And I will be doing tomorrow, actually, is I'm going to be putting up a story. You ask me questions there as well in simpler form. I can only fit in that question box and I answer them on the story. And that will be content that I use for the week. I just want to let you guys know because... I got to start doing things. Uh, I got to start being a little bit more organized because I can, can kind of get overwhelmed 
really easily with a lot doing a lot of different things. So that's something something definitely to consider uh, for the future. And just letting you guys know with the content. And uh, yeah, you guys, let me know if these answers suffice for you guys. If not, um, please, all feedback is great because then it lets me know where I need to improve. Because I hope to be a coop, hope to be a coach for some of you guys in the future. You know, and help you guys improve your getting over those breakups. Help you guys create those breakthroughs with yourself. And most importantly, create a better relationship with you. All right, you guys. Remember, as a heart saver, it is your job to protect your heart from toxic people. That is your number one job as a human being and as a heart saver. All right, you guys. Never, 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 never forget that. And podcasts will be shorter than this one. Just as an FYI. <laughs> All right, you guys. Take care. Oh, 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 one more thing, one more thing. If you find these helpful at all, and you find my account helpful and my advice helpful, share it with somebody else. I think more people need to know what healthy love looks like, right? And not keep staying in their silly and sad, toxic cycles with these horrible, horrible boyfriends and girlfriends, breaking your hearts and stuff. That needs to stop, all right? If you find these helpful at all, I will be consistent with these because podcasts are something I enjoy. Send them. Be sure to do so. All right? Share it with somebody else. Love you guys. And actually, this time, goodbye.